Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Love Potion Radio, the neuroscience of why and who we love, where we discuss the chemical effects of love and relationships on the human brain. Join the NeuronNetwork.com for a monthly subscription designed by neurodoctors to enhance your brain. We are now live with our host, Noble Anpu. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Love Potion Radio, episode number one. Uh, wow, I could not really wait to this day finally came. And first, let me give thanks to the Creator, um, and let me give thanks to life. Let me give thanks to my wife right here. Let me give thanks to everyone who just um, journeyed with us physically and spiritually to Sedona. We just did the fall equinox. Those of you who follow me and support us, you know that um, the equinox and solstice points are something that we celebrate so I'm fresh off Sedona, Arizona, where we did the Emerald Heart Meditation, which was a little so supposed to have been silent retreat, but um, it was inward. It was it was just very nice. And and one of the things that really appeared that was really magnificent to me when we were in Sedona was when we were leaving out of Sedona on day one, and a beautiful rainbow appeared. It was actually a double rainbow. And I won't put the pictures on the website shortly, but I put it on Facebook already. And that was the day that we wore all green. And green and rainbow have something in common because the leprechaun is known to wear green. And it's the leprechaun who has, he who's at the uh, end of the rainbow with a pot of gold and whatnot. So I found it ironic that we kind of fit the story. You go to Sedona, beautiful spiritual vortex, you get in the water. Uh, you meditate and, 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 and you just see a rainbow as a sign, and the rainbow is significant because it was the first sign, um, biblically speaking, um, that, that dealt with some type of spiritual purpose in the story of Noah. However you see it is however you see it. But I just want to give thanks to everybody who participated via spirit and in physical well, our 12th trip, that's my 12th trip overall um, in three years, my 12th trip of going to Sedona, all right? And, and, and Well, my third trip in Sedona, my 12th trip overall, so I'm very thankful and grateful for everyone who participates. Visit the website, which is myastrologycoach.com. Um, click on the events tab because tonight we have an online presentation for you, and it's not we, technically Minister Jew has a wonderful presentation for you tonight called The Quantum Awakening, Discover Your Subatomic Genius. And he asked some very pertinent questions. He said, if us as humans are composed and made of atoms that are made of these subatomic particles, why can't we operate on this same mystical level? 
meaning subatomic particles can do what Einstein called spooky action at a distance, okay? Meaning, in, in case in point, when they take a photon and they somehow was able to split the photon and send it X amount of miles in the left direction and send the other one X amount of miles in the right direction, the moment that you do something to the one to the left, instantaneously at the same time, whatever you've done to the one to the left, the one to the right experiences the change as if it is connected and they are. So the question is asked, if we are made of subatomic particles, why can't we operate on the same mystical level? And then he asks, what is it about observation that collapses waves into particles? And what part of the human corresponds to the reality of what's known as quantum superposition? Now, let me say this. We're going into a realm of science and showing you how it actually works in the spiritual phenomenon. If there are terms that you do not understand, that's okay because we're going to explain them to you. So don't get, um, don't, don't get off a little track and get discouraged if you don't understand what the heck you're talking about, quantum and subatomic particles and things, no, all of that is going to be broken down very, very, very simple in tonight's presentation. And I want to say when you challenge yourself to learn something new, you're creating new brain cells. Remember that. Language, they tell us, is a left brain orientation. However, when you learn the new language that your brain has absolutely no knowledge of, you're activating your right brain because it's new information. We're challenging you now to step up into a higher arena called your mind. The mind is just nothing more than the, you know, the, 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 the pure component of the brain. The brain is the faculty that processes mind. So in a sense, brain and mind can be synonymous. Today we're going to make it synonymous, all right? And tune in tonight. In fact, those of you who are listening live with us or catch it in the archives today, I'm not telling the Internet world, only our members know, but I'm going to tell you. There's a special promo code, all right? There's a special promo code that you can get, and I give it out at the end of the show, so when you make the uh, purchase and come on through the night, you'll get it at a discount rate, and I'll make sure that I get that promo code um, for you, all right? In fact, bear with me a minute because I want to – I have to pull it up. i got to get it, all right? So um, let's get into it. Let's go ahead and get into this. Love Potion Radio, the objective here is for us to have a full knowledge and understanding of how our brains physically and emotionally function when in love. It's one of the objectives here, and I'm going to say it again. The objective of Love Potion Radio is for us to have a full knowledge and understanding of how our brains physically and emotionally function when in love. Now, let me give a disclaimer. Well, how long have you been in love? And you've got to put yourself in, in, on, on, in, in the light so we can see it. I'm not saying I'm a love expert. I'm great at what I do in a sense of being able to forecast events and things, 
But I am human, and I've had horrible relationships in the past. I've had successful relationships, and I have long relationships, and I had short relationships, like a lot of us have experienced. And um, me, I have been married going on nine years this winter together for 13 years already. And I like to pride myself off of I doubled in marriage years, I doubled my parents. And my mom's been married maybe four times. My dad only married once. It was the worst experience of his life, and he has a great regret to it to a degree to this day. Um, so I think I've done better. I know I have done better than the previous uh, my previous generation, where you can say uh, my genetic material comes from. And that's great because there's a science that we're going to get into, y'all, called epigenetics, E-P-I, epi, epigenetics, epigenetics. Epi means beyond or above. Genetics are your genes. How can we go beyond and above our genes? And that is the basis as well of what we're going to be getting into because you're not hardwired from your parents. Destiny is a choice. Destiny is your choice. So when we think of destiny, we think all was meant to be. It was. But anything was meant to be at any given moment based off of the decision that you make. There's a fork in the road. You're going to go left. You're going to go right. Both paths have certain elements. The left path is rocky. The right path is smooth. What is your destiny at that point? Whatever you choose, that's your destiny. Your destiny is whatever you choose, whatever you observe as the path for you, okay? So, um, and of course, a little bit, um, relationships for me, it has not been uh, all smooth. When you're dealing with energy and you're mingling energy, sometimes energy repulses, sometimes energy mingles. You would then learn that energy repulses and mingles or get together, let's call it coherent, which is great, and incoherent, which is static and friction. These occur at intervals, cycles, and can be measured. Once you can correctly measure it, you can correctly apply or or disengage when it's incoherent. Okay? And there's some things that we're going to actually talk about inside of this. Now, um, I've also been through a separation before, um, um, and and I'm saying all that to say that you can do it. Meaning, meaning you can have anything you want to have. Meaning, if a relationship was bad, you can turn that into a positive. That's real mathematics. How do you take a negative and you turn it into a positive? Well, you might, depending on which branch of mathematics you're using, you may introduce another negative element inside of it, and then it balances itself back out into a positive, depending on what branch of mathematics you use. Okay? So I'm saying that to say that my journey has not been a perfect journey, but it is a victorious journey, and I'm on year 13, and it feels great. All right? So now, in every show, in of itself will not discuss love because we have to come to some basic understandings of how the brain functions. 
Okay, and I'm going to talk about this, all right? In today's world, and for some of us that has chosen to make a conscious effort to evolve our brains, to evolve our souls, there is an inner thirst for knowledge, which is the precursor to gaining understanding. This inner thirst is the human soul which in truth is just a vessel of light contained within our physical bodies. And this light is starting to accelerate, which creates a high vibration inwardly, and the trillions of cells that are in your body start to speed up. Now, some of us are spiritually pregnant, which is the process in which the stomach can swell due to the light of the soul starting to expand, something that takes place around the solar plexus chakra. Okay? So Love Potion Radio is an extension of our website that you heard earlier, which is theneuronnetwork.com. Love Potion is an extension of a great brainchild and endeavor created by Minister Jew called the theneuronnetwork.com. And the information that you will hear will be fully expounded upon in our upcoming Mystic Brain, the Basic Anatomy Workbook and Course that will be available within about 60 days, no later than the Sagittarius New Moon. Okay? And again, the website is The Neuron Network. Now, in the Mystic Brain course, it's about a six- to eight-week course of doing book work that you have to do where you understand the basic anatomy of brain function. Once you complete that, you will be enrolled for three online sections where you interact with the brain software that we have that was designed by neurologists who study brain cells to help you generate new brain cells. In other words, you're going to learn the basic anatomy of the brain, the function of it. What are the components in the brain that makes you have memory? What are the components in the brain that gives you an emotional response? What is the component of the brain that allows you to see? How does sound affect your brain? How does touch affect your brain? How does smell affect your brain? What is the process in which the brain goes through that says, I need to secrete a chemical? Who does the secretion? And what gland says, I need you to secrete the chemical? Who is doing the communication inside of your head? Now, this is the thing. You may not know, and let's be honest, majority of us do not know what that process is, but yet we think we are in control of us but we don't even know how we mentally operate. We have to change that. And I'm not saying you need to know that to be prosperous. I'm not saying you need to know that to be successful. I am saying when there is something inside of you that is urging you to grow, to learn, to expand, to know which, who you are in your finest essence, that light right there cannot be denied and you have to, you have to feed that, because it's pregnant, you have to feed that part of your soul, okay? Very important to understand that. 
All right? So in the Mystic Brain course, you'll learn these functions from six to eight weeks, and then you have three times where you want to get on the interactive game where it says, listen, from your home, wherever you're at, you can log on, and I need you to participate. And this is when I say I, it's not I as a person. It is your soul that's thinking. I need you to participate in an online activity that was designed by brain doctors to help you create new brain cells. Okay? Very, very, very important. So in other words, we need to become smarter. And to become smarter means that we can either, A, retain information, and, B, project information accurately and fast. So visit theneuronnetwork.com. It's very important that you visit that because it's time for us to advance that supercomputer called the brain. All right? So today, episode one is an introduction, all right, and I want I want you to get something to write with. I want you to get something to write with. It's very important. Writing is an important process, all right, and I'm going to tell you why writing is a very important process. Research shows that 80% of people, or you have an 80% chance of accomplishing your goals when you write it down versus those who do not. Why? Well, let's get it. I'm going to cheat and go up a little bit. There's something called the brain has four lobes. You have a frontal lobe, which is responsible for your thinking self, your conscious self. I am. I'm going to do this. I know who I am. My name is such and such. That's your frontal lobe. Your peridial lobe can deal with feelings, which you feel sensation, touch, okay? The temporal lobe can deal with processing information, language, okay? The Scipio lobe is primarily responsible for what we call your visual cortex, being able to see. So when you write down something, a goal, you're consciously thinking, they go to prefrontal cortex, of what you want. I will achieve financial success when I attend the billion-dollar manifestation tour that's coming up next month in October. So I'm going to write my goals down. My prefrontal cortex is engaged. As I'm touching the pencil and I'm writing, I'm feeling the friction. I can feel the goals now. As I scribe them, now since I can feel, my peridial lobe is being activated. And since I know how to spell and I'm writing words and I'm dealing with language, my temporal lobe is engaged and I'm looking at everything that I am doing, my goal, I'm seeing my goal, now my Scipio lobe is engaged. So when you write down your goal, all of your brain, the major functions of it, the four lobes are activated versus you just keeping it in the neocortex as a conscious idea. When you keep it as a conscious idea, you only have 25% of the puzzle, 25% of the puzzle. And that's why research shows that only 20% will actually get something done by keeping it only in their mind. 
Okay? That's why. But I need you to get something to write with. Now, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing if you don't write. All I'm saying is Jay-Z don't write rhymes now, and he's probably the coldest. And he don't write rhymes now. All right? So I'm not, I'm not, whatever works for you, works for you. Okay? Now, I want to give you an outline of what we're going to go through this season in Love Potion Radio. We're going to learn about consciousness. We're going to talk about um, week two, I want to get into the three brains. Week three, I want to get into unhappy chemicals. Week four, I'm planning to talk about the happy chemicals. Week five, we want to get into emotions and intellect. Two different things, emotions and intellect, or shall I say intellectual emotions. We're going to talk about something called coherence and DNA inside of week five. Week six, we're going to get into the quantum you, talking about prayer, talking about something called the placebo effect. We're going to get into something that a lot of people don't know. It's twin called the nocebo effect, and we just might get into that double-slit experiment. So we're going to get into the quantum you, the you that says, I believe that this pill that I am taking is the cure for whatever my dysfunction is. The pill is just a sugar pill, but you believe that it's true, and all of a sudden you don't have it anymore. The dysfunction is totally gone just because your mind thought that it was the cure. We're going to talk about that. In the twin brother, the nocebo effect, which means my grandmother had diabetes, my dad got diabetes, I'm going to get diabetes because diabetes runs in the family, and you can think yourself to death. We're going to talk about a case study when the person actually fought themselves to death. Week seven is love. Week eight is love languages. Nine is a, is a, is a beautiful mathematical, which I found out really is an African divination system to a degree based off the numbers, something called I created called the Cosmic Love Score where you can only get a maximum of 16 points, either positive or negative. And the reason why I found out later this is uh, when you get into something called geomancy, which its earliest origins is known to come from Africa, they use 16 different numbers, 16 different variations, 16 different possibilities. And when I found it out by observing the male-female dynamic in astrology, male energy, feminine energy, and times them together, and it's 16, and I've seen that, I said, wow, that's, that's why it's 16. It's a cosmic force that deals with relationships that we need to understand. We're going to talk about love, sex, and obviously the effects of orgasm, the effects of powerful sex on what regions of the brain. We're going to talk about something called the honeymoon effect, maybe in week 11. That great euphoria that you had when you just got married and you first got together and you couldn't wait to see her and knock her boots. And you were so excited. What happened to that feeling? Where did it go? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about something called love alchemy as well. So it's going to be a lot of stuff that we are going to cover, a lot of stuff. Now, notice we do not technically discuss 
love until about episode seven, week seven. Because when you look at the previous six episodes, it lays the basic foundation of the brain for its physical and chemical function. Remember, we need to talk about what is consciousness, which we're going to talk about that today in our opener. We need to talk about the three different brains. Now, I said we got four lobes, but within these four lobes, we really have three brains, okay, three main functions of the brain in a sense, with, with these four lobes actually come into play and interact with four times three is 12. Maybe that's the mystic number or mystic science behind Christ's illumination or the 12 signs of the zodiac. But anyway, we need to understand the mental functions, uh, the mental slash chemical function of our reality before we can really delve wholeheartedly into love. And I'm going to talk about this. And here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the problem. The problem is most of us are addicted to stress, which are chemicals. So most of us are addicted to stress chemicals. The feelings that you have when you feel like you do not have enough money, the constant fights and quarrels and relationships, the feeling of anxiety, how do you stay, thank you, how do you stay in what is called the honeymoon effect when you are in a state of stress? So what happened to that newly just got married feeling? Where did it go? With the tools from this show and most certainly with the tools from the Neuron Network, we're going to break that old habit of being ourselves. We're going to break that habit. We're going to break that habit of creating fights and feeling insecure and this feeling of lack and we're not appreciated and we're not worthy enough. We are going to break these horrible habits because they're all concepts and, and have their origins physically inside of your brain. It is alive, but we're going to break it. Because some of us do not think we are creating our own reality, and I beg to differ. The mere fact that you're having the experience, you must take responsibility for your own law of attraction. Why? Well, here's the question. Why do the same stressful, hurtful, shameful events keep happening to you? What is it about you? What is it about you? I'm going to say it again. What is it about you that keeps having these unexpected, unplanned, and unwanted, so you think, unwanted events in your life? What is it about you that keeps attracting this? The mere fact that we have these experiences in what we think is not due to us unconsciously wanting to have these events, I'm sorry, us consciously wanting to have these events, what I'm saying is this. Listen, we're having physical experiences, ladies and gentlemen, 
and there are experiences that are that we don't want. We think we do not want them because we don't consciously, I always say this, no one wakes up and says, today I want to fight with my wife, today I want to fight with my husband, today I want to fight with my lover. If you, if you get up and that's your mindset, you're gone. You're gone. So for the most part, that's not your conscious intent. Now, since that's not your conscious mind calling forth the attraction of this awful event that's going to occur, then please tell me what is it about you that is bringing this event when you're consciously saying, I don't want it. Hmm? I'm going to tell you what it is. It is your body. Your cells have become accustomed to the drama. See, you don't tell your cells how to do their job, do you? Do you got to say, fingernail cells, I need you to grow fingernails. Intelligence inside of this scratch, I need you to cover that up and put a scab on it and make the scab go away. Intelligence, I need you to make me blink right now. You can... It like you don't tell yourself what to do. The body has something called the ANS, which is short for autonomic, right? It's the autonomic system, nervous system. So autonomic, just think automatic. Your body temperature. Do you tell your body to give you saliva, spit, or does it naturally produce it when you need it? Huh? So it's a part of your being called the subconscious mind that knows how you exist. But if you keep experiencing something over and over and over and over and over and over again, the information gets stored in your subconscious mind and starts to run with those automatic programs that we just discussed. Temperature control, saliva, breathing rate, hunger filling. So your stress gets stored, depending how much stress, how much you experience it, it gets stored inside of your subconscious mind. Now, that may be an abstract idea, so let me put it to the physical component. I want you to take one of your hands and put it at the bottom of your head, which is at the top of your neck. It's something right there called the cerebellum, which translates to mean little brain, which handles all of your autonomic, or in this case, automatic functions in which your stress lives right there in that department at the base of your brain. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into this. We're going to get into this, and we're going to get right, and we're going to get prosperous around here, or you're going to get ghosts. You're going to be able to handle it, and you're just going to say, I'm addicted to this pain. I love the drama. You will at least admit it, and, and, and I don't want to change. Okay, because the truth of the matter is, your body and your cells have become accustomed to the drama. I'm not talking about your mind. I'm not talking about your conscious self that says, "Hey, my name is Ampu. I'm gonna wake up today, and I'm not gonna fight with my wife." In fact, she's looking so good, I want, I want some of that. That's the conscious self. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about your cells. 
I'm talking about the program that you don't even recognize is already running. That's what's addicted to the drama. The stored memory is energetic imprints inside of your cerebellum. So what do your cells do? Your cells carry or receive electrical and chemical messages from various glands. So on a cellular level, if you have been in a nasty cycle, your cells are still alive, then these cells have found a way to say, hey, I know how to live in this stress. I'm going to produce another chemical that's going to kind of try to alleviate this stress. But I know how to survive when I see this, so technically I'm surviving with stress. That's what the cells are saying. Okay? When the stress chemical, now think about this. Now you keep giving, you get this stress signal that keeps coming and coming and coming to the cell. And the cell is saying, listen, either I'm going to accept it or I'm going to shut down and it's going to take more of the stress signal to get me to respond. So let me give it to you in the physical world. In the physical world, it looks like this. You don't never put the toilet seat down. You don't yeah, 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 And in your mind, you're saying nag, 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 nag. It don't even bother you no more because it takes more of the same to excite you. Let me give you another example. The legend goes the first time you smoke crack or the first time somebody snorts cocaine, they get a big rush of a certain chemical called dopamine. That's where they got dope from. Dope releases dopamine. Okay? But when you take your second trip, your second hit for the second experience, it's nowhere near like the first experience. Why? It's now going to take you more of that same experience to Stimulate a response. That in itself, there's a technical term for that. All right? It's a technical term for that that deals with, we call that downgrade when we're dealing with the cells. That's a downgrade. An upgrade or it's technically called down regulation. I need more to stress me out or to respond. Technically, to respond, up regulation says, "Okay, you want to keep sending me the stress. The, the the body is so smart. It says you want to send me stress. These chemicals coming, and let's just say my kidneys can't handle it to a degree. So then we're going to create different more cells to be able to handle all this traffic called stress." So the cells split themselves, and they're called daughter cells. They they reproduce themselves. But here's the key. Wherever your stress go to, in this case, let's use the kidneys because kidneys rules relationships, okay? On the organs, the cells around the organs will start to produce something called cell receptors. A receptor is nothing more than the door that says, I will receive this chemical called stress. It's called upregulation when the body starts to create cells with receptors that wants to receive, that was designed to receive your stress. It's called upregulation. Downregulation is what? 
Down regulation is when that cell has been stressed out so much it's shut down and it needs more stress to make it react. Ooh, wee. All right. So here's the key. When the stress chemical is not is not present in the cell, guess what's gonna happen? When your cells is already accustomed to living in this chemical fuck called stress, the cell will start to crave a hit because you have daughter cells that have receptors whose sole job is to receive stress. So if they're not receiving the stress, they're inactive and they're hungry and they're mad at you right now. Oh, yeah. So when the stress chemical is not there, they need this fix. And since cells communicate either through an electrical signal, like your heart does, right, this signal is broadcasted in your energy field on an invisible level. We're talking about energy that you exude. Energy when you say, I look good today. This energy that you can just feel. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know that energy when you be like, uh-uh, something about that person ain't right. And then you know that energy when you with your boo, you're like, damn, what uh, come on here, come here. Yo, baby, let me holler at you. It's a feeling that you get off a person. They have invisible energy field that is mingling with yours. Okay? So this stress now is broadcasted in this energy field around you. It's invisible to you, to the naked eye. And since cells communicate through electrical impulses, electricity has magnetism, meaning Electricity has the ability to attract things. That's why when you look at a battery, there is a positive terminal and a negative terminal. This is talking about the laws of attraction, yin and yang. So if the cells are generating the electrical signal that says, I need more stress chemicals, again, this is not your conscious self. This is you on the subatomic level. My cells say, I need more stress chemicals. You broadcast this information in your energy field. Another person who, too, is energetically imbalanced who also needs more stress chemicals, your partner, right? He's also generating or she's also generating the same stress signal in the field. Y'all become attracted to each other, not attraction in I want to get to know you, attracted far as in and we need to come together to disagree about something. And thus the event occurs and the two people are at odds. Now, I always say this, and I mean this. I want y'all to really pay attention to this. Always the event. I want you to write that down. I need you to write that down. And I need this to be branded on your forehead. Put this in your right in the front of your brain called the neocortex, which is Neo from the Matrix, which is the newest evolving brain, your conscious self, which is really your God consciousness right here. You need to say it is always the event. 
It is always the event. It is always the event. It is always the event. What are you talking about, Ample? I said that we do not typically wake up and say, today I shall be angry with my lover. An unforeseen event occurs, and we disagree. The disagreement progresses to an argument. So in the event is when you have to determine your response. But see, see, we cannot get to learning how to respond because we don't know the mental slash chemical processes we are controlled. We don't know the mental and chemical processes, so we are controlled by our bodies and not by our minds because it's within the cells that's actually craving this and not within your conscious mind. So therefore, you don't we don't we, we can say at this juncture where we're at this week, we don't know how to necessarily respond correctly because we don't know the chemical and mental, which in this case the physical component and what is taking place inside of you when 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 you feel some type of way and all of a sudden you get a feeling. We want to talk about the process from the beginning, from the rooty to the tootie. What is that process? And once we become more aware of that process, then we can start to react properly. But, of course, a simple answer would mean in the event, don't react the way you normally react. That's really what the secret is. Don't react the way you normally react. But we must become a little bit more educated on the process of the brain. But as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a bonus in a sense, because it is always the event, always the event. It ain't you waking up consciously wanting to fight. It ain't you want to have a breakup. That ain't what the day what it is. It's an event that pissed you off, then got into a debate. You so strong on your standpoint. The other person so strong on their standpoint that you're willing to fight about it at this particular point. And then is you know what. I'd be better off by my damn self. That's how this reality worked down here. I'd have been through it. I know what it is. I know what it is. It's the event and how you respond to the event, man. Okay? So say it. It's always the event. Always the event. And, and maybe we can get into the science of the event. <laughs> Because that's always dependent upon uh, 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 light and the angular, the angle of light between two points produces an event, and that's a whole other science. All right, so let's get on topic here, man. Let's discuss episode one. <clears throat> let's discuss episode one. Episode one's topic is really consciousness, which is also for us. And in your notebook, the terminology that I am using is a terminology that I would love for you to use to be able to further understand me as we progress. It's our definition, not what the world says it is, although it may be the same, okay? Consciousness, which is also synonymous with intelligence, this is an invisible force, ladies and gentlemen. You will never... Ever, 
ever, ever, ever, ever, ever, ever, and this is a deep statement I'm saying, ever be able to see the intelligence or the, when I say this, the thought that animates or produces what you see. Okay, I need you to accept that. Now, see, in algebra, this is marked as X, which means unknown. And surely in algebra, you can figure out the unknown. But just when you think you got it, and I'm not now I'm outside of math, and I'm talking about you chasing God. Just when you think you have it, just when you think you can define what makes it run, you have a surprise waiting for you. See, in other words, ladies and gentlemen, let's go through this. Where did a thought come from? Okay, if it came from somewhere, then what created the place from which it came? Okay. If something created the space, right, then what created the creator who created the space in which the thought came from? Okay. If something created the creator of the creator who created the space, who created the thought, then who then is the creator? So we can do this for infinity. So the ancient hermetic science taught that the first law to understanding the universe and everything in your existence is you have to accept that all of creation is called mentalism. Everything in existence exists as the universal mind. Mind. So science may call it particles. And then they say, uh-oh, wait a minute, we got something smaller than that. We got subatomic particles, sub meaning beneath. So we can go beneath the atomic level and now get here. Okay. And then when you get inside of there, you're going to see some different things. You'll see something they call like quarks, neutrinos. And as, um, as Uncle Neil Tyson Degrassi, and I, I encourage you, I encourage you to go on YouTube and watch videos, educate yourself about your solar system. A guy by the name of Neil Tyson Degrassi, all right, I strongly encourage you, the guy who created the show called The Cosmos. He's pointed out that the electron has never, ever, ever been observed. Never. You see? See, no matter what you say is the source, something is making the source think, and you're always going to have to go and find out what is thought. Where is it? Show it to me. You can show me the manifestation of a thought. But can you show me the actual thought? You can draw it out in the equation. But can you show me the actual thought inside your brain? You can only express it how you see it. I like to say that God is a jellyfish because when I see a jellyfish, I am so amazed at creation. I am so amazed at the intelligence. And when I started studying up on the brain, and Ben said this and Minister Jew said, God is an electric eel. Look at that, look at that paradox. Look at that oxymoron. Electricity and water don't mix, and this thing is an electric eel. Right? I say, man, God is a jellyfish. I can look through this thing, particularly the rainbow jellyfish. 
I can look through it. I don't see no eyes. I don't see no reproduction organs. I don't see no place where it has to defecate. I don't see no nose. I don't see anything besides a translucent body, a, a, a thin layer of, like, skin, membrane, and somehow it produces rainbow colors, and I can't even see I can't even see what the actual colors are being radiated on, as if it's a line or something. You can't see. You can see it. You can look through it. It's invisible. But it produces color, and it's live. They know how to have sex. So they said that the jellyfish is one of the most ancient, primitive nervous systems that ever was to reach the planet Earth. And evolution which is consciousness, wanted to evolve. What did I say consciousness? I'm talking about you going from maybe a sperm and mixing with mommy egg, or maybe you with an egg and the sperm act as some type of agent, whatever you believe. How did you go from a clot, as the Quran says? How did you go from a clot into a fetus? and develop into a baby. What is the intelligence that said, oh, I think you need some eyelids because you don't have eyelids now, but maybe you're going to have eyelids later. What is directing that? Okay, it's blood. Okay, then what's inside of blood? Iron. Okay, what, what do iron consist of? Well, iron is element number 20, uh, uh, whatever, eight, right? And it consists of two electrons and two. Oh, okay. Then what is an electron? Well, electron has a negative spin orientation. Okay, if it's spinning, why is it spinning? Well, because it has the opposite force. Then what, how did it know? We can keep doing this forever and forever. You get the point. God is invisible. You're going to have to embrace that. See, can you see air? Well, brother, I can see air when it's cold outside. I can take my breath. Okay, but can you see the wind? You can only see that because the temperature inside of your mouth is higher than it is outside. So then when you do that, that's called steam. But sure, we can use steam to see air. That's cool. But can you see the wind? No, you cannot see the wind. And this is why, this is why they say the breath of life is God. It was the breath of life that animated man's soul. Okay. So you'll never be able to see, but you will be able to. Feel it. <laughs> you won't be able to see it, but you will be able to feel it. You understand? So we must become more aware, more active, and we must become active participants with the invisible force that animates life. You know it's air there. You know air is good. Do you know that air actually relaxes you if you take the time and say, <gasps> breathe in deep? Uh, oh, you do this every night when you go to sleep. You lay down and your heart rhythm starts to change. You breathe deeper. And when you start to breathe deeper, your consciousness, your brain waves, which is electricity, your brain waves starts to alter and you start to go into a slumber. 
So you go from a waking state and then you're starting to drift off a little bit into the dream world. Yes, you go into a relaxed state. And when you go into a state of relaxation, you go into a state of rejuvenation. This is why you like to sleep. This is why you must sleep. This is why you like to go on vacation and go to the beach and be by the water. You like to be in nature. This is why you like love because love is rejuvenating. Love is therapeutic. The cells only know two commands. You can call it good. You can call it bad. You can call it happiness. You can call it stress. Let's call it for what it is. Let's call it love. And let's call it stress or unhappiness. When the cells in the body is in a state of love, this means that you are in a state of growth. Technically, science terms, let's give it this way. You're either in the stage of growth or degeneration, meaning decay. You're rotten in the inside. When the body is in a relaxed state, the cells say, ah, oh, this is wonderful. Does anything need to be repaired in here? They say, yes, this needs to be repaired. Okay, I love you so much. I'm coming over here to repair you because I cannot stand to see your kidneys hurting. I love you so much. I'm going to the mind, the universal mind. I'm going to produce chemicals and send cells to replicate themselves to come and heal you because I love you so much. Now, when you get in a fight, in an argument, what happens? The energy says, the cell says, wait a minute, I can't love you right now, kidney. I got to go over here and fight. Anger is coming, so I need to go over here and I have to go fight somebody. The same reason why you got these holes in your kidney, the same reason why your aura is bleeding, the same reason why your heart is heavy, the same reason that you got this anxiety, I can't repair you right now after the state of love because the physical person in this controlling the body consciously now at this time is willingly engaging inside of a fight, although they didn't, they didn't know that they was going to consciously get in the fight but now they're consciously engaging in the fight because you can control what you say. You can control if you're going to be physical and grab somebody. You can control that. So the cell said, I'll see you later, kidney. I have to fix you later. I have to fix you later, liver. I have to go over here and fight. You understand? So the body only knows two states. Growth, and don't even call it stress. Let's call it protection. Because when it's fighting, it's trying to conserve all the energy. Here's an example. We're in Sedona, and we were. A bear came out. Good thing it was a peaceful bear, her and her cub, and they just observed what we was doing, and they went on about their business, and they doubled back around to say hi, and the baby was curious and looked. And mom kept going on about her business. Let's say if that bear was hungry and wanted to fight and felt threatened. Immediately, as we're in the circle of love at the at the medicine wheel, immediately we would have turned on our fight, flight response system. Either we about to fight this bear or we about to run up out of here. And let me be clear, if you ever go on a trip with me and this bears and wolf, now let me let me tell you something. We all fighting. 
It's not going to be, oh, man, such and such got mauled by a bear. Man, where the heck was all 14? It's 14 of y'all. One person got mauled by a bear. What the other 13 do? Man, I ran. I ain't fighting. No, 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 no. A bear is not going to beat 14 people. You better one person choke. The other person better bite a nose. The other person better, better put it in the knee lock so it can't move. The other person better, like, get busy. Get busy. So if a bear comes out, your body says, uh-oh, I got to run or I got to fight. That's protection at that point. You understand what I'm saying? That's protection. And the other one we talk about is love is health and healing and growth. So we got growth and protection. Growth is a product of love. Protection protection actually means that you are defending something. You perceive a threat is coming in and you need to protect. You understand? The body only knows that. It only knows up and down. It cannot do two things at the same time. So when the bear is coming and you sitting up there eating, you think you're just going to continue to eat? Now, some of us may. Because you didn't have that response. You may have a response to say, I got to get up out of here. My life is on the line. So now the body is not going to send you digestive enzymes to break down stuff when all the energy is needed for your survival. Run, fool, run. We're going to be having sending energy down here for you to be hungry. You ain't thinking about being hungry when a bear is chasing you. So the body knows where to send the energy to. It's that intelligent. So intelligence is a consciousness that we'll never see. Intelligence in its purest form is love, but intelligence is also protection. But if we're protecting, that means we're fighting. Okay? All right? So that's our definitions of it, all right? So that's going to conclude. I'm only on for an hour. That's going to conclude next week. Give you some insight on what to look into. We're going to talk about some dynamics of the brain. And then the next two weeks after that, ooh, week three is going to be nice because we're going to talk about those nasty names. We're going to get into the names of these unhappy chemicals. We need to know. Oh, yeah, we need to know. We need to know that. All right, I want you all to bear with me for a very, very quick second, a very, very quick second, because I promised you all I was going to give you something, and I want to give you all a gift. This is the very first show. We got something um, going on tonight, and let me sign in here. got something going on tonight. We have an online presentation tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You need to enroll by 7 p.m., we do not take, we, we, we shut everything down an hour so we can process, get all the emails up, make sure the links is working correctly. Um, so when start time, so we start on time. This ain't no, it started at 8, and then we ain't getting started to 9 o'clock. No, show time is at 8 o'clock, and that's when we start at 8 o'clock. So you need to purchase your ticket before 7 p.m. because we use an hour for processing time, all right? The promo code for the radio um, for the uh, online presentation again. The online presentation tonight is called Quantum Awakening. 
Discover Your Subatomic Genius, hosted by the Prime Minister, Minister Jew. He asked another question. He asked a question like, man, what parts of the brain are involved in accessing the powerhouse potential of 90%? You know, that 90% of the brain that you don't use, you only use 10%, and really some say it's 95.5, right? And then he said, why is it that women have something called the fornix in the brain? Both men and women have something called the fornix, but women solely not only have something called the fornix in the brain, they got something called the fornix inside of the vagina. Now, I'm going to spill a little bit just to give you an idea. The fornix is an arch, right? It's in the brain. I'm not going to tell you what it connects to the, what it connects, right? But it has something to do with memory and it has everything to do with feeling good and feeling bad. Right? Depending on what's going on. You wonder why you have sex men when you have sex and you gotta have it and you go inside of a vagina and it's like, Oh, you in heaven and your mind and your eyes are closed and you just zoning out. Why does she have something in there called the fornix? It's the same thing that's in the brain. He's raising a valid question. So showtime is tonight at eight PM. You can get to that by myastrologycoach.com. Go to the events tab, click on online presentation. The name of it again is The Quantum Awakening. Discover your subatomic genius. Your promo code, which you get 50% off all one word, is My Quantum Brain. M Y Q U A N T U M B R A I N. In my quantum brain, enter that promo code and you get a half off, and that's tonight. Okay, all lowercase, all one word. All right. So that is tonight. You know we up on Mondays right here. We do something called hip hop astrology. This upcoming Monday, we're gonna actually show you how the stars work. I actually show you what is the deal between Amber Rose and Wiz Khalifa. Why she filed for a divorce only after a year? What's the motive? Is there a motive? What's the science? What's the connection? We need to learn about that because that's something that we love. We are learning about in week nine. But we can go over to hip hop astrology and start to get a preview into week nine of what we're going to discover right here on Love Potion Radio. Again, the main website to visit is myastrologycoach.com and theneuronnetwork.com for you that are here that want to evolve your brain, your consciousness. You visit theneuronnetwork.com. Visit that. Read up on it. We offer a membership over there. Phenomenal, phenomenal results that we have great getting from um, got received from our participants over there. And mark your calendars for this. Mark your calendars for a Mystics Brain, a little basic anatomy brain course that will be available about 60 days from now. I'm aiming for 30, and I'm really almost done, and I believe I'm going to hit that mark. But no later than the Sagittarius New Moon. Sagittarius New Moon represents new philosophy, new ideas, new concepts, new expansion of the mind, travel, we're talking about a mental travel. This is the college professor. All right? So bring it out on Scorpio. It's going to represent the transformation of your consciousness. So either or, we're good to go. That's going to be a six- to eight-week course for you to learn the basic anatomy of your brain and how it functions. We're going to get into chemicals. We're going to get into all that good stuff. 
Just obviously in there that I don't have enough time to get into in deep detail in the radio without having to drag it out and drag it out and drag it out. I want to give you a basic outline, basic concept, so you can see it and then go a little deeper on your own time when you want to go deeper. All right? And then immediately, like I said, when you finish the course material, then you'll get on the online interactive um, um, interaction with some cool software that neuroscientists design. Now, check this out. They give you one of the demos is they show you ten faces, right? And then they say, okay, you now need to pick out the ten faces that you saw within these twenty faces. So first you got to pick out the ten faces amongst the twenty. Okay, cool. The next thing they say is. We need you to put these 10 faces that you picked out out of the 20, we need you to put them in the exact order in which you saw them in. And I guarantee you this, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to pick somebody who wasn't even there. They're going to flash 10 faces in front of you. And then they're going to flash, then they're going to put those 10 faces in the room with 20 faces. And then you're going to pick somebody who wasn't even there. I can see if you get the order wrong. That's cool. But you're going to pick somebody who ain't even there? How did you do that? You really said, you really thought that you thought you saw that person. See? If you can make a physical, honest mistake like that and you're consciously awake, then what else do you think is possibly taking place on a subatomic level? What made you actually choose that when physically that person wasn't even in the lineup? And that's just one of them. So it's things like that that strengthen our brain. Things like that that strengthen our mind. All right? So make sure y'all stay close to the email list so you can um, know what's going on. Again, that promo code for tonight is my quantum brain. All one word. Showtime is at eight o'clock. I love you. I thank you. I'm so excited. I'm in a good place. I'm in mountain elevation. I'm just from Sedona. I'm about to go be with some horses this weekend. Do what you want to do in life so you can be happy. Stop making excuses. And define your happiness right now. You can do it. Yes, you can. You can do it because the only thing you got to do is just do it. You can decide to be happy right now. And I'm close out on this. When I was in Sedona, and the last day we got back to the hotel, I brought out the heart information, the heart software that I have. We had something called the Intelligent Emotions Workshop. When we gauge a mental activity, um, and give you techniques to stop stress. In fact, if you go to um, globalheartrhythm.org, is a is a website that uh, I've built as well. It has a free MP3 download on there called Stop, Drop, and Roll Stress Reduction. Powerful technique. All right, globalheartrhythm.org. All right, free MP3 that deals with stress reduction. And um, the, this is how it works, right? You come in, you come into our room in a hotel room. As you're getting a consultation from Keisha, she's telling you about your life, your baby mama, and energy coming around you. 
I got your ear hooked up to the heart machine that's actually taking your pulse in a real-life situation. So the heart is reading. It's all scattered. We call this incoherent waves. These are not good waves. They're very sharp, rigid points, right? And at that point, um, when you finish with the consultation, I take the heart machine off, and I look at the data. I'm just looking at it. You then roll onto the bed, and Casilda puts some crystals that correspond to your chakras, and she got the pendulum, and she's giving you chakra readings so she can align the chakras and whatnot <clears throat> so we can get an analysis of what's taking place on the chakra level, okay? Now, as you're laying there relaxing, I hook you back up to the heart machine, and I give you a guided meditation and instruction real fast. And you're not even there. You're less than you're laying down less than ten minutes. Okay. Now, the heartbeat starts to change instantly when I give you the instruction on what to do. Because the truth of the matter is, light is not the fastest traveling object. Thought is. Okay. Now. I have a, uh, the heart machine has a timer on it where you see how long you've been on it. And the coherent wave didn't start at one minute. It started instantly when I hit the start button and told you this is what you need to do to focus. And follow this technique and see your happiness and put a smile on your face and be happy and yada, 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 I'm going through this thing. Changing the imagination because there's something inside of your brain called imaginal cells. We're going to get into that, too. Imagination is everything. Imagination is so, 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 so powerful. It is. That's why Einstein loved it. Well, nothing is greater than, than the imagination. Nothing. All right? So be on the lookout for Imagination Radio as well. That's something in the works Minister Judah does on that. And so it starts to change instantly. So guess what? That don't mean, that means that, it don't take you five minutes to cool off. It don't take you next year to change your life. If I got a person on the heart machine and they had incoherent heart waves, I had one person. I ain't going to tell your name. I know you're listening, but you know who you are. The heartbeat was like, you know how a heartbeat can go, do, 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 do. Her heartbeat showed, do, 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 do. It showed this double tapping before it went to the in between the rhythms of doom, doom, doom. It was a double tap. I said, wow, look at that. Okay, now I need you to do this. And instantly, it didn't take a minute. It took you telling your mind this is what it's going to be. See, in that event of stress, you don't tell yourself that I'm not going through this. I'm not doing that, and we're not going down this road where it's going to be nasty, yada, yada, yada. See? It don't take five minutes. It don't take a day. It takes right now for you to change your mind about what you're going to do and get what you want out of life right now in the moment. Because if you're telling me it takes tomorrow, when I get to tomorrow, you're going to tell me now is the time. So since now is the time, then now is always the time because now is the only time that truly exists. All right? So I'm off the soapbox today. I thank you all for, for coming out. Be on the lookout for this show. Tell a friend. 
This is by far, I, I promise you, is going to be one of the most enlightening radio shows that you're going to ever have listened to at this stage in your journey. Share it with a friend. Please share it with a friend. Share it with a friend. Visit the website, theneuronnetwork.com, and come over tonight and join us by visiting myastrologycoach.com, going to the events tab, and looking at online presentation and going to the Quantum Awakening, Discover Your Subatomic Genius. Those of you who want free consultations, call in on Thursday when me and Keisha are here. All right? Thank you, and God bless. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.